Well, folks, welcome to our edition of Politics and Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. We have a great program for you today. We have a great interview. I think you're going to love it. And it started from something that I saw on TikTok. So while I was going to bring uh, El Señor El Señor Patrick Lavelle this afternoon on the video, I did that earlier this morning. I have a different one for you today. I'll bring that for you cuando te veo el mañana. We are going to do it tomorrow. <coughs> welcome aboard all my... Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Peeps, welcome aboard. Eric Hayes, welcome aboard. Bruce Pollard. Ask from Mine, seeing you grandson. I'm glad that I just told Linda today that I thought you were off checking out your grandson, Bruce. Uh, Yvette Avery Herod is in the house. Welcome, Yvette. May Wood is in the house. Welcome, May. Paul Fleming Sr. is in the house. Welcome, Paul AVQ. Michael Rudnan is in the house. Welcome, my folks. How is everybody doing? I trust we are all doing fine. We're going to have a great show for you today because you know what? I have an interview that was inspired from seeing this woman on, uh, on TikTok, and I think you are going to love it. I think you are going to love it. But beforehand, how's everybody doing today? I trust everybody's doing fine. I imagine quite a few of you saw the, um, the well, we didn't really get to see Trump getting booked, but you know, it's, it, I mean, he was traveling with more security than the confounded president. Madre mia, como pasa eso? How can a simple man get a, need all that protection? I, you know, I, well, you know, we do care, Eric. You know why? Because these guys have already started inciting violence. So I do care. I am watching it because I understand what this guy's attempting to do. He's trying to create. Uh, he's still trying to attempt at an overthrow. And he thinks he can do it by riling up his people. And his people are well-armed, he believes. And they have the false belief that they have the power to go against our military. And notice I said our military. Or our, our, and notice I didn't say police because, I don't know, the police is really, well, we won't go there. We won't go there. Alistair Waters is in the house. Como estas, mi, mi preciosa Alistair? Welcome to Politics Done Right. Um, anyway, we have a, a good, I think you're going to like this video. I did this taping today, and it's... But anyway, I tell you what, let's go ahead and get that started now, and then we'll take it on the other side. Let's go ahead and get that queued up, and here you go. Well, here you go. Welcome to one more edition of Politics Done Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. We're honored today to have Kristen Browdy. She's a parent, an attorney at Browdy Law a past chair of the National Trans Bar Association, a trustee of the $2.5 billion AFTRA retirement system, and a proud member of the woke mob. Welcome to Politics Done Right. Kristen Browdy, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? Great. Let me tell you how I came upon you. I, I am one of those people who believe in getting information from the masses. That is how we really know how society is doing. 
So unlike most who want to ban Twitter and ban uh, ban Facebook and TikTok, all of that, I think what we need to do is learn how to use these as tools and not make them scapegoats for the ills of society. Now I came across, I, I guess maybe we think the same because somehow you appeared in my feed. And you did a piece, I think it was week 16 of a series that you started that I never heard of, that when I saw it made a hell of an impression on me. So I found a way to find you and ask you, and you so kindly accepted to be on Politics Done Right. Why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself first, and then we'll go into the videos that I'm talking about. Well, um, I'm a lawyer, a parent. I have two kids. So. They're 19 and 23, um, and I'm obviously an out transgender woman uh, who lives in Miami, Florida now, uh, in the land that we call DeSantisdan. Um, it's, it's, it's an interesting time to be transgender in America. Uh, where I came from, New York, we had achieved great things. Uh, equality may not be the reality for people, but it's absolutely the law for everyone. Down here, they've moved in exactly the opposite direction. And for what reason? Well, you hear all the scare tactics. You hear the fear that's being peddled from the extreme right, frankly. And I thought, okay, how do we deal with this? Um, facts matter. I know that that's gone out of fashion since 2016, but facts do matter. And all the propaganda has been transgender people, drag queens. They're grooming children. They're hurting children. So I thought, let's look at who actually is hurting children. Kristen, I, I want to pause us here. I want to play that video that actually impressed me and I think will impress most. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side. The numbers are as ugly as they are consistent. Yes, this is week 16 of who's making news for sex crimes involving children. We have 52 new cases, and 11 of them, more than 20%, involve pastors, priests, and other church officials. Specifically, five new pastors or youth pastors, four Catholic priests, a senior Baptist church official, and a Catholic school teacher, all making news this week for sex crimes involving children. Add to that, five five police officers, five school teachers or other school officials, six family friends or neighbors, and two family members, and those are our biggest groupings of people involved in reports of sex crimes involving children this week. But we cannot forget one more politician, the 12th in 16 weeks, and yes, another Republican. Ten of the 12 politicians in our reports of sex crimes involving children have been Republicans. Who has not been in our reports? That would be drag queens. In 566 cases over 16 weeks, not a single drag queen. 22% have been church employees, 14% of them pastors, the ones screeching loudest about the drag queens and transgender people. They're the most consistent offenders here, the pastors. Trans folk, again, none this week, and they've represented just three-tenths of 1% of the reports for the 566 cases. There have been two of them. For those who've asked, with the help of a terrific TikTok viewer, we're putting together a web page showing all the links, all the names, and a pie chart. That's in testing right now. We hope to have it up within a week or two. 
Okay, Kristen, um, that video blew my mind, but it's not that I didn't know that, but putting it in the manner in which you put it to show that we are barking up the wrong tree and that most of the people that are really a harm to children aren't the, it's almost like these guys are projecting. Tell us a little bit about why you made that video, et cetera. Well, it started back in February when one of the people who I know down here in Florida politics said to me, have you seen the statistics? And it was for one week and there had been 17 arrests for crimes involving sex crimes against children. And of them, 14 were pastors. 14. And one was a pastor's wife. Um, I, I was frankly blown away by it. We've all heard of the Catholic Church scandals, the Mormon Church scandals, the Southern Baptist scandals. But those were historical scandals. And this was one week in February of this year. And I thought, okay, TikTok is, if anything, a great organizing tool. So I put together a short little TikTok about that. And I was stunned that within a couple of days, it had a million and a half views. That's the difference between Facebook and TikTok. TikTok actually reaches people. Um, Facebook used to. TikTok does. Um, so I got lots of requests. You got to do this every week. You got to do this every week. So I did the next week. And it was quickly over 2 million views. Like, okay, there's an interest in this subject. There's a thirst for this knowledge. Caveat. TikTok's algorithm takes you to people who are interested in the subject and tend to be on your side. The question was, how do you reach those who really need to hear this? Those who might be on the fence a little bit and hearing from politicians who, for whatever reason they trust, that transgender people and drag queens are the problem when they're not. So I continued it and I thought, let's do a full year. Let's see what a year looks like. One report each week. And as we got on into it, people expressed more and more interest in the granular details. So we started tracking it more carefully, starting to make a record of the names and the towns and the states in which this was happening. And now 16 weeks in, we're building a robust database of who the offenders are. And what we've found is that overwhelmingly, far out of disproportion, far, far disproportionately to their numbers in society, it's people who claim church affiliation as their employment. More than 20% of the offenders in the past 16 weeks that we have tracked have been pastors, youth pastors, priests, Mormon bishops, missionaries, religiously affiliated people, and people employed by churches. 20%. Well, the Bureau of Labor Statistics says there are 60,000 employed pastors in the United States. If you throw in the volunteers, because not all of them are paid employment, right. you get up to around 600,000. If you look at the number of transgender people in America, the estimates are anywhere from a half of 1% to 2% of the population. Let's use the lower bond, lower bound. 
at one half percent. That would be over one and a half million. So of the one and a half million in 16 weeks, we found two accused offenders, no drag queens, as opposed to less than half that, really 40% of that number, the religious employed, reducing 20%. So where's the problem? Where's the The answer is really clear. If you look at the statistics, it's not transgender people. It's not drag queens. There hasn't been a single one of them. But 20% employed by churches. There you are. You know, that is, that is so amazing. And it, it, that is important work that needs to be highlighted. Because the reality is, if you really care about children, if you are concerned about who is actually hurting children, the church more so than trans and having two trans. I, I wonder if you figured out if the two trans were pastors. They were not, but um, we've tracked those cases pretty carefully. And it looks like one of them, uh, a transgender man, probably, you know, from, from what little you see is probably guilty. The other one is a daycare worker in Paducah, Kentucky, a trans woman who was accused of inappropriately change, uh, touching a child, inappropriately touching a child while changing its diaper. Well, I'm a parent. It's really hard to change a diaper of an infant without touching them in a way that could be considered. It's not to say you couldn't touch them inappropriately. Right, right. But, but we're going to have to see about that one. That one's more of an on-the-fence case. But either way, we reported it. We're not, we're not cherry-picking. We're not leaving anybody out. You've got those two out of the 566. And let's be clear here. This is nationwide. You didn't concentrate on Florida or New York or North Carolina or Texas. You, you took up all the, the, all the people that were convicted or, or, or accused nationally and Correct. created the database of, of, all, of all of the child molesters throughout the country. Now, here's the limitation. There are limitations in the data. Number one, we know that all we see is those that make the news, news reports. We obviously don't see ones that are not reported by local news. And the news media, unfortunately, at the local level has been decimated by budget cuts. So it's possible that some cases are not getting to us. Number two, we're limited by Google search algorithms. And they're not always right on time. A small local paper in some small town in Iowa might not get picked up for a week or two. But, you know, you know, one other thing, Kristen, is you also know that the in, especially in these small towns, et cetera, it will be biased against, uh, you know, if you're seeing 20 percent evangelicals, uh, you know that it's likely higher because there's a lot in many areas. There are a lot of hiding when the church is involved in doing certain things, when police officers are involved in doing certain things, and when all these people of power are involved in doing. So you know that your data is probably biased against, let's say, certain populations and, and, and favorable to others. Absolutely. It is an article of faith around here that if a, there were even the slightest hint of, of transgender involvement or drag queen involvement, it would be the lead of the story. Fox exactly. News would never stop yapping about it. 
um, we'd know about that case instantly. But if it's a church member, if it's a police officer, sometimes those don't get, you know, they get swept under the rug. That's why you have scandals like the Catholic Church, where you only years later are you hearing in various archdioceses across the country and around the world that hundreds of holy priests have been involved in thousands of incidents with no criminal charges. Well, let me tell you, uh, uh, first of all, thank you for that work that you're doing. We, we can never be more enlightened uh, than being enlightened. So um, it's, it's important what you're doing. Go ahead and give me a closer here. What would you like to tell these audiences uh, going forward? Two things. Number one, we are building a website so people can go through the data themselves. That should be up in a week or two uh, at whoismakingnews.com. We've reserved the name. The site isn't active yet. It will be in a week or two. It's still being built. Number two, when you hear politicians yelling about the danger of transgender people in bathrooms, in locker rooms, in proximity to children, the reality is that transgender people, if you, if you look at the number of transgender people who have committed crimes involving peeping, touching, anything in locker rooms or bathrooms in the past 50 years. Remember, 1.5 million lower bound of transgender people in America. Do you know how many cases there are? Three. Three in 50 years. If you look at United States Congress people, there are 535 of them at any, any time. In the past 50 years, how many of them have had that problem? Over 11. So do you want 11 out of 535 or do you want three out of 1.5 million? Pick your odds. Who are you actually worried about? And if it's us, I think you're missing something. Well, let, let me tell you why I take I, I, I know I said that's a closer, but I, I you, you brought something up uh, too often in our society and me being a, a BIPOC realizing how stats are skewed and made to hurt people. You know, I don't, I don't, uh, the racist, the homophobe, the, and the, the anti-trans and all these people, the average pop person in their population, I really don't blame them or hold them too accountable. I hold those accountable who are putting out that data yes. that allows these people to be Please. ill informed to be misinformed and in the work that i do i try to be i try to be reach uh, i try to reach i try to go to the level of the racist i try to go to the level of the homophobe i try to go to the level of all these others understanding that it's not them but those who are promoting the false information and i think both you and i and others that are in this work that is what we have to concentrate on, not the hate on those who hate us, but go. the hate on those who create those who hate us. Exactly right. Exactly. Couldn't have said it better. That's that's exactly right. That's why I like Pacifica, because you won't hear that anywhere else. Thank you so kindly for having been on Politics Done Right. Kristen Browdy, a parent, attorney at Browdy Law, and somebody we must all follow. We, I hope you like that one. I, I you know, I, I, her, her, her thing popped up in my newsfeed yesterday, and I said, "Man, I've got to talk to this woman. I've got to talk to this woman." So I, 
I hunted her down and I found her and said, hey, would you, can we do an interview? She said, sure, sure, let's do it and brought it to you. But I think what she had to say was so important because right now, as we sit back and we allow the right wing to make the trans issue like an existential thing for our kids, by doing so, we are taking our, we are taking our eyes off of the ball to the people who are genuinely hurting our kids. Many of the pastors in the churches, many of the teachers in certain schools, those are the people we should watch and we don't hear them talking about it. It is ridiculous. Let's see what we got here. Paul Fleming says, good interview. Michael says, Egberto, hope you read out Eric's comment followed directly by my retort. Eric needs to think. Which one of his comments? Eric, you know, some, sometimes I don't know what, Eric, what methodology Eric uses to think. It just, it, most, too often it seems very illogical to me, like it's, just, uh, like it's just regurgitating something he heard on some right-wing page or something. Because earlier I heard him say something about, they're passing this law, this law that's going to allow people to rob stores. Who in their right minds, Eric, passes a law? To allow people to rob stores. What what would a left-winger get? What would a left-winger gain from supporting a law that that gets people? Yeah, let's see. AVQ says, Egberto, read this one. Uh, Rule of law, you commit crime, pay the piper for it, no matter who you are or what class, etc. So Eric Hayes supports the prosecution of Trump over his mishandling of... uh, Yeah, if he believes that, he should support that Trump not only should be locked up, but the key thrown away. Because Trump has been a criminal his entire adult life. He's been ripping people off and getting off because of the money that he has. So you're right, Eric. So go ahead and let me hear you talk about putting Trump away. Let's hear you talk about putting Trump away because you're absolutely right, Eric. But when he talks about this rule 559 or whatever it is, you know, what drives me crazy when, when we hear some people think, the thinking methodology. If you, what, will the, what would left-wingers, what would I gain as a lefty by doing something that harms people? Nothing. But what the righties have to do is given that they don't have anything to, to offer to society, given that there's nothing good that generally comes out of the right. You have to put somebody, you have to somehow misinform about something else. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Bruce Pollard said he should be tried same as anyone else. Yes, he should. He should be tried like some everyone else. But you know what, Bruce? He has been breaking the law for decades he has been ripping people off for decades. He has been suing people. He has been leaving contractors unpaid, selling them false water. All these things. This guy is your bona fide criminal. And we give him the time of day. Come on now. Let's, let, let's get our act together. Anyway, so any, any comments about that interview? Any other comments about the interview? I mean, I, I, want, I, wanted that to be, I wanted that to be inculcated into people's minds. It's so important. As the right wing is out there 
concerned about trends, concerned about cross-dressers, concerned about uh, what, what was the other one that, they, that, that DeSantis and all these guys are passing laws against? Uh, those guys that are out there in the streets, forgot the name of it. While they're concerned with all those people, think about it. They're harming their own kids because the people they should be concerned about as proven by, uh, by Kristen uh, Browie after she pulled all the information together, you need to watch your church. You need to check out the pastors at your church to figure out if they are the ones molesting your kids because it's not going to be the trans. It's not going to be the, the, the cross-dresser. It's not going to be, what do you call those people that are out there doing their dance, man? It's, those are not the folks doing it. They are not the ones doing it. All right, so let, let's, let's get it right, folks. Let's get it right. Okay, what else have we got here? What else have we got here? Uh, Bruce says he should be tried like some, everyone else. That is correct. E2247, welcome aboard. He says, hey, Melanie and Norman. Norman Reynolds says, comment trans males in sport is not an issue if trans women in sport is not an issue. There are no transgendered athletes. Okay. Uh, we also have Michael Ronin said, anyone else who possessed the number of stolen national secret government documents as Trump had in his position, they would have had a door kicker team finding them. A gun in their face, arrested, taken to a station, possibly harshly, mugshot, fingerprints, perp walk, etc. The Justice Department has given Trump every possible consideration in asking Trump to surrender himself. I agree. Uh, Bruce Pollard says the Cal law is a nice try, but mistake to fix. Uh, Carl Cox says money buys power. No prosecution of mega rich, mega corporations. And that is what we have to change. The people that allowed that to occur are we, the people of the United States. It's incumbent upon us. You know what? Zapier is down, so it, it didn't send out my emails today. It didn't send out my emails today. All right, uh, that is uh, some other call. Let's let's go ahead. So, folks, we got to remember that. We've got to remember that. Okay, I have another video to show you. Chris Christie yesterday completely and entirely annihilated Brother Trump. I want you to listen to this. And then we will take it on the other side. Chris Christie didn't mince his words. He knew exactly what he wanted to say. And item for item, both in the indictment and for what President, uh, former President Trump represented, he completely destroyed and annihilated the figment of imagination of what MAGA thought about their president. I want you to listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side. It is a very tight, very detailed, evidence-laden uh, indictment. And the conduct in there is, is, is awful. I mean, put aside taking the documents in the first place. But then when you start getting asked, Anderson, in May of 21, nicely, with a letter from the archivist saying, could you please give them back? And you ignore it, ignore it, ignore it. Then they come with a grand jury subpoena. And then according to the indictment, you tell your lawyers, tell them we don't have anything, even though you have dozens and dozens of boxes of material. Um, that's obstruction of justice, if it's true. This is vanity run amok. 
Anderson run amok, ego run amok. And he is now going to put this country through this when we didn't have to go through it. I did this for seven years in New Jersey. We did 130 political corruption prosecutions without a loss. Um, what I can tell you for sure I know about that indictment is there's probably about a third of the evidence they actually have is in that indictment. There's a lot more. Uh, there will guaranteed be a lot more. When you're a prosecutor, you never put every card on the table before the trial. Um, and so there's going to be a lot more. It- Don't be fooled. There's a lot more information to come when they go to trial. Specifically, I think there are going to be a lot of witnesses who actually worked for Donald Trump who are now going to be testifying against him. You know him very well. Yes. Why do you think he did it? I mean, he couldn't, he cannot live with the fact that he lost to Joe Biden. He can't live with it. And look, I watched the way Joe Biden's performing. I'd be pretty bummed out too um, if I'd lost to Joe Biden. But the fact is he did. And he wants to continue to pretend he's president. He wants the trappings of the presidency around him. And I think one of those trappings is these documents. And we're in a situation where there are people in my own party who are blaming DOJ. How about blame him? He did it. He hasn't won a damn thing since 2016. Three-time loser. 2018, we lost the House. 2020, we lost the White House. We lost the United States Senate a couple of weeks later in 2021. And in 2022, we lost two more governorships, another Senate seat, and barely took the House of Representatives when Joe Biden had the most incompetent first two years I've ever seen in my life. Loser, loser, loser. There, look, Chris Christie made a few pawpaws when he tried to claim some issues with, with Joe Biden. Look, I'm not a Joe Biden fan. But Joe Biden is orders of magnitudes better than any one of the Republicans that were running. And as far as the economy is concerned, based on the policies that the guy supported and passed, there's not one of them that would have done better for the economy or could do better for the economy because their philosophy is austerity for the people and uh, and so- socialism for the corporate for the corporations and the rich people. That's what their policy is: austerity for the people. And socialism and abundance for the rich, the wealthy, and the connected corporate class. So Christie was absolutely wrong there. But where he laid out uh, that Donald Trump acted nothing more uh, like nothing more than a mob boss, he got it perfectly right. And I hope he continues to do that. He's likely unable to get out of the primary given what the base looks like. But you know what? He will. It, if for those people who are sitting on the fence thinking we can forget about what Donald Trump represents, we know he's a heathen. We know that he doesn't know how to treat women. We know that he's an evil person. But you know what? Under him, we will get our tax cuts, etc. If you understand that he it's not only about the tax cuts, if you understand that he's a clear and present danger for the country, that he would sell the country's soul for a dollar, then folks would understand, you know what? Uh, voting for him is an existential threat, not only to the country, but personally to us all. We personally to us all. Absolutamente. So Paul Fleming says, we're just looking at another criminal Republican love criminal types. I mean, that's how it seems, right? I mean, for all the guys that are coming out to defend Donald Trump, you wonder why. You wonder why. But I tell you what, I have one more video to play. And I want to play this one, but I want to give you some context. Well, 
you know, people wonder why did Donald Trump have all those boxes in the house? And why is it that it's for Donald Trump? He's going through all these boxes himself, 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 etc. Well, you know, somebody who worked for him directly is a very conservative dude, super duper conservative that no right winger should has a, have an, a, a problem checking out, right? Well, he has a thought. I want you to listen to this. And then we'll take it in el otro lado. So let's go ahead and do that now, and then we'll take it on the other side. Bolton today had something very interesting to say. Uh, he, he went there. He decided to tell folks that based on having worked with Donald Trump, Based on being in his presence, he does not think it's out of character that one of the nefarious reasons for Donald Trump to use or have all those classified materials, it's for, I tell you what, listen to what he had to say. Let's not get it all twisted. Listen to what he had to say. This indictment leaves open the question of why Donald Trump took the documents and then refused to hand them over. You've had interactions with him over classified material. Do you have an idea of why he might want it, might have wanted to keep some of these documents? And also, do you have an idea of what in particular interested him when he was in the Oval Office? Well, I'm, I'm not a shrink, so I can't really read motives. And I would stress fundamentally the reason why he kept them is not relevant. The fact is, whatever the reason, he put these documents in jeopardy. Uh, it might be worse if Russia or China had actually picked them up. But the crime here, the crime for him and every official of the executive branch that deals with classified information is not to mishandle them in a way that puts that at risk. But why did he keep the documents? Because he liked to say, I've got it and you don't, because he thought it would be cool, uh, because it just struck his fancy on any given day. Did he have more malign motives, selling information to foreign governments, using it for blackmail or extortion? It's possible. It wouldn't be out of character. Uh, but I, I don't think we know that based on the information that's available. Perhaps it will come out at trial. But again, I, I would just stress it really doesn't matter why he kept it. He shouldn't have done it. And uh, any subordinate in the executive branch who did it would already be in the slammer. Knowing him the way you do, and I'll reference your book again in the room where it happened, because you were very critical of the former president's um, approach to foreign policy. But did you imagine this? Well, he, he clearly liked to keep things. And it was uh, part of, for example, at the intelligence briefings when they happened, you know, every fourth day, uh, every fourth working day or whatever it was uh, to make sure that we left the room with whatever the intelligence briefers had come in with. Or when we were in the situation room discussing matters that get discussed there uh, to make sure, frankly, that nobody walked out with documents that they hadn't themselves brought to the meeting. Uh, so I don't know exactly how a lot of this came into his possession. Uh, it's, it's very disturbing. I think that is something that for general security, for, for all presidents, we, we should be more careful about. Uh, and, and that's something that, that goes to leaving at the end of a president's term, but, but also records management uh, during the course of the term. Now, you know, most of us understand that Donald Trump has no loyalty. He's not a patriot. He doesn't care about America. He doesn't care about people. He only cares about himself. That however people are so invested into this guy, uh, it's pathetic and it makes one wonder 
what goes on in the mindset of several of our people. Fortunately, we still don't believe that represents the majority of Americans, just a select few who feel disenfranchised that I think we can still get to. Absolutely so. I see Bridge MCP made it into the house. Bridge, I don't know if you saw the interview that we started the program with, but it's one that you need to see. Uh, it's on the website already, so check it out or, or on the YouTube channel already. You might want to check it out because it, 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 it proved an important point, and that is while the right has been hyperventilating about the right and evangelicals and pastors have been hyper, hyperventilating about trans and all these other people, guess what is the reality? When all the numbers were added up, guess who are the people that we should, we should hide our children from? Pastors and church employees. They are the largest percentage of people affecting uh, sexual, uh, sexual deviancy on our kids. Think about that. And those are the ones that are attacking the trans. You know how many trans folks over the last 50 years have done anything material? Three. Check out the video. She, she went through it after going through all the numbers, et cetera, et cetera. And now they're, they're creating a website with it. And they're also doing a few other things. Check it out if you haven't seen it yet. And now Bridge asked me to put this up on the screen. And it says the following. You know, a, a picture of the purported Jesus Christ. And it said, you know, I'm woke, right? I'm like the wokest. True. I agree. I agree. I agree. Anyhow, um, I always said that if you wanted to know one of the most progressive people uh, that walked the earth, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. Remember that Paul Fleming says, who is the white man on the picture? Notice what I said. Uh, our Lee Grant says, oh, it's white Jesus. <laughs> I AVQ says bridge. My guy hats will think what Trump is going through right now is political. Nope, it's criminal matter now. But let me tell you something else. Um, you, uh, you said, uh, why do we have that war criminal on? Let me tell you why I didn't mind putting that white war, war criminal on. Because many of those on the right, that's who they listen to, the war criminals. So if the war criminal is saying something justifiably correct, I'll put the war criminal on. Just for a little bit. All right? Nada más por un momentito voy a poner el criminal, criminal de guerra. El criminal de guerra. War criminal. All right. Okay. What else have we got here? What else have we got here worth reading? E2247, younger folk who were not cognizant of war. Reality before 1985 should see the war game. 1965 classic drama before they see Oppenheimer. The histo drama biopic opening. 72123. Links, please. Links, please. Uh, AVQ says, Bridge, MAGA hats think that Trump is going through right now as political. I think I read that one already. Uh, who, let's see what else we got here. Okay, folks, I don't have any more videos. Uh, do you guys want to speak about something else? We have about 10 minutes in which to do that. Carl Cox says, Religious leaders are protected when it comes to committing rape. Well, I mean, it, it's a constancy, right? That's what she proves. It, think about this. If you have so many pastors going to jail and getting convicted for their misdeeds with children, 
You know, church is a very enclosed thing. They keep a lot of things next to the vest. They don't let a lot out. So when they let something out, you know it is serious. It's probably a very small percentage of what is actually occurring, right? There you go. All right, Paul Fleming says, about these people saying that it's political, he was indicted before the announced uh, to run for president. So how is this political man has been investigated since he left the White House and requested these documents since he left the White House? So all of this is before he announced the presidency. Again, truth doesn't matter to these folks. Bridge MCP says they aren't, but people don't say anything till later. Then they use the time limit. They aren't, but people don't say anything like till later. Not quite understand that one, Bridge. Uh, Paul Fleming says, Egberto, I can't take you serious with white Jesus looking at me. Uh, Paul, Paul, listen to me, Paul. Believe it or not, when I went to church in Panama, all of us believed that's what Jesus looked like. You know how, that's how indoctrination works. Now, we all know Jesus is from the Middle East. But again, read the words. Don't get confused by the graphics. Read the words. Makes sense. Eric K says, anyone taking, uh, let's say, Janet Reynolds, welcome aboard. Trump supporters are fed a, consult, a constant stream of propaganda, which they embrace. So U.S. citizens do not share a common perception of reality. It's as simple as that. Bridge MCP says, others gave them up. He refused and gave, but have more than they had get a judge to get them. Apples and oranges, not the same. Trump even said it himself. Uh, Lee Grant says he doesn't look Jewish. No, he does not. And a lot of Jewish people don't look Jewish any longer, right? Remember the parts of the world we're talking about. In fact, look at Egypt. The mummies look different than the people who inhabit G Egypt right now. The, the, the pyramids, the people in front of the pyramids look different than the people who inhabit uh, Egypt right now. And now there's this big stink going on on, on all over in TikTok and, and historians because uh, there are certain people that are saying that the, the former Egyptians who built the pyramids, etc., was black and Egyptians are now going berserk. No, they're brown like us. Does it really matter, first of all? But the truth of the matter is, they're in Africa. So what's the likelihood? It was done before all the conquering from the people coming north. And by the way, we all started in Africa, migrated to the European, where people lost their pigmentation because it was no longer necessary for the sun, etc. And then they migrated back in a conquering form. And then they mixed with what was already there. People, it really doesn't matter, really, right? It doesn't really matter because we all have the same genesis. Anyhow, uh, Jesus wasn't Christian either. No, Jesus was Jewish. Jesus was Jewish. Christianity started after the, this, this Jewish dude uh, was crucified and became the anchor of the Christian religion. But then again, I'm not a Christian. I'm not a Jew. I'm not a Muslim. I'm nothing. I'm a humanist. I believe in all of you. That's, who I, that's what I believe. That's what I believe. I'm a humanist. But anyhow, let's continue here. Uh, what else we got here? Michael says, reminds me of a meme I see in comment section of the mangas I read. Let me put your meme up. 
whenever I see an evil church as one of the tropes. Okay. All right. I, I, I think, Brother Fleming, I think this one is for us. Hey, Black Jesus. No, White Jesus. You see that? How about you, Korean Jesus? Sorry. <laughs> I love that one. Jesus, if you're a Christian, is whatever you want Jesus to be. Because there's no way we're going to get an accurate picture of what Jesus looks like, looked like, or whatever. And you know what you've done to you? Uh, Michael Rudnan, do you know what you just did to Paul Fleming? Paul Fleming cannot stop cracking up now. Okay? So, you know, you made Paul Fleming's day. But EJMCP said it was not an official announcement. He announced officially after first New York indictment. True. Michael Rennes says, Jesus is whatever you want him to be. Yep, I've noticed that. Egberto, I posted the war game linked twice to the classic brief anti-newt drama by Peter uh, Judge. Too horrifying for broadcast. Thank you, my brother, E2247, for printing it a third time. Remember, your guy here has all this stuff scrolling and all of this going on, so I miss some stuff. So be kind to me, please. Be kind to me. All right. Uh, what else have we got? Like I said, I have no more videos to show, and, and I, you know, the, the program turned out shorter than I thought. So I'm either going to... Say Selavi, or you guys are going to tell me what else you want to talk about, like we're at KPFT, or somebody's going to give me a call at 281-823-7747. Who is going to call me at 281-823-7747 to speak to our entire audience? Let's see. Anybody wants to call? I am waiting for some calls. E2247 says, for the June 10th, uh, 11, 2023 International Peace Summit in Vienna. Noam Shamsky's uh, brief, cogent, analytical remarks opened and framed the conference of participants drawn from 32 countries. I find it fascinating that uh, that uh, Chomsky is still flying around the world, you know? All right, let's see what else we got here. Egberto Willis, what they think Jesus looked like. All right, so everybody's looking up to what Jesus looked like now. So... According to Bridge MCP, what she found, this is what Jesus actually looked like. And the, the comparison with what he is perceived to be by those who have adapted Christianity. All right, Michael Ren said, Egberto, sometimes an early break is perfectly fine. Don't even worry about it. I, I thank you. You know, I, you know, I love my peeps. My peeps take good care of my mental health. My peeps take very care of my I help, you know, when my eyes was giving me trouble, Bridge MCP just gave me hell after hell after hell. Rodnan makes sure that I do what I need to do. Uh, Lou just called me up and he said, you better watch those eyes. <laughs> the eye is feeling better, but I, I go in on Thursday to check it out. Paul Fleming says, I'm going to the gym after this. Hey, Paul, guess what I started doing? I do the pro. I do the show as well in the morning at six in the mornings. Well, you know, I think you've been there a couple of times. And as soon as I get off, I immediately go and spin for uh, thirty minutes at a very high intensity. I keep the heart rate up at about a hundred and uh, you know maybe a hundred and forty or so. 
Uh, it, it actually goes between 135 and 150. But that's the range that I work on. And then when I get off, I'm drained, drenched, and everything else. And then I come into the office and continue blogging. But anyhow, Norman says, there is a tendency for folks defending the debauchery in the GOP always want to point to imagined wrongs in a Democratic Party or some imaginary person that does not exist for uh, some both sides narrative. Exactly right. Paul Fleming says, I am working my way back to spinning again. I used to do it and lost 40 pounds. I want to take off about 15 more pounds. When I went to take care of Ashley in D.C., I gained about 25 pounds. I took off about 15 of them, but I needed to lose about 15 then anyway. So I want to lose about 15 more pounds. Um, Bridge MCP said, I was undoing deck chairs and using cider blocks all day. Guys, if you ever see the deck that Bridge MCP built, beautiful. Uh, Bridge built a beautiful deck, man. That's my girl. Egberto, keeping, keep on peeping. I am peeping. I am peeping. Eric Hayes says, would like to spin, but my butt goes numb on the bike. Sent. But no, I, uh, uh, what is the secret? Uh, the secret is a seat, uh, Eric, with the hole in the middle. And you know why we guys need that bigger hole in the middle? And the women have a slider uh, a hole that they use. But by the way, Eric, I thought I used to see you go on the bike somewhere. We used to go to the gym at four in the morning. So I thought I used to see that, but maybe I'm wrong. Banana seat, Eric Hayes says. <laughs> no, don't use a banana seat. Those banana seats are not good for you. Get that one that, had, that comes out like that, you know. Paul Fleming says, we stand and we sit in our class so that having better pants on matters as well. I get it, though. It happened to me. Yeah. You know what, Paul? I need to, I'm glad you said that. I probably should add that to my routine where I stand and sit. Because when I take a spinning class, I remember that's what we do. But instead, what I do is I set it to a very high pressure and I do it consistently until my, my legs burn. And then I do that for 20 minutes. And then at the last 10 minutes, I turn it down. So that the legs can continue. Otherwise, I think I'll burn the legs out. Okay. Eric Hayes says, as we get older, gravity takes our buns <laughs> downward. <laughs> yeah, but you are, you are always in great shape, Eric. And even the last time I saw you at Starbucks, you look pretty damn good. So you've always worked out pretty well. Uh, let's see what else we got here. We got about five minutes to go. So let me go ahead and do my ask. Please, folks, support the program however you can. If you are on YouTube... We've fallen off on YouTube membership, so please click that join button on YouTube to become a member via YouTube. But also, I need some, what's that called again? Patreons. So please consider being a Patreon. So I'm only going to put two links up today. The first link I'm going to put is the link that says, please support us however you can. And that is by going to politicsdoneright.com slash support politicsdoneright.com slash support. And you can also become a patron, which I need a lot more patrons. So please, if you're out there, if you can tell other folks, help us keep this program that does good work out there. Become a patron. How do you become a patron? politicsdoneright.com slash patron. Uh, what do I do? A lot. A lot. I write blogs continuously 
And the reason I write the blogs, and let, let me explain this to the newcomers that haven't been here before. By the way, Bri says, Egberto, here's a deck. Took it. Okay, let me go ahead and put, put the deck on the screen while I talk about it. Hey, it uh, give me a correct link, uh, Bridge. That one, this, that one doesn't show anything. It's undefined. You need to give me a good link so I can get it up to the folks. Hurry up, my dear beautiful lady, so people can see it. We don't have much time left. Anyhow, here is the deal. I write several blogs every day. Send out newsletters every day. What am I doing? The right wing has people all over the world putting out lies. That's what they're doing. They, are, they have paid people out there that are simply lying, but it seems like plausible information because they have what's called SEO. SEO is uh, uh, search engine optimization. There is Bridges Deck, search engine optimization. And they optimize it so that if you are looking for healthcare, all their misinformation about healthcare comes high up. When they talk about military, all their misinformation about military comes high up in the, in the search engine. So what do I do to help solve the problem on the progressive side? I make sure to write articles. I put significant amount of keywords in those articles so that people can find the truth. So that as they're reading some of the crap on the internet, some of our stuff with the truth comes out. We have to have thousands of people doing that. And that's what I do. That's all I do. I write blogs. I create videos in those blogs. I create uh, YouTube videos that stand alone. I create TikTok videos, uh, uh, Instagram videos. All these things are there so that our side is heard. If that isn't done, we will be, if you think people are ill-informed now, think about what happens if we don't have that information out there. And that is the reason I ask you so kindly to support the work that I do. I also write books, as you all know. I've written five books, and those books, the, 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 late, the, the latest one before the, uh, the Afro-Latino book, the one that talks about how to make America utopia, is an instructional manual as well. You know, so the goal here, folks, is we have to do our part. And I spend 16 hours a day, my wife can attest to that, working in the office, to make sure we get all these things done. So I'm going to be checking out of here pretty soon, but I want to put that up one more time. Please consider becoming a Patreon to support what I'm doing, stuff that really needs to be done. And there is the Patreon link. And if you want, if you can't support by Patreon or if you can't click join on YouTube to become a part of the posse on YouTube, you can also just go to politicsunright.com support. And that gives you all the different options that you have to support us on or to support politics done right. And of course, don't forget that we are going out of town for uh, in, in um, to Chicago and we do need some help on uh, paying for that Chicago trip. Right now, it's all on credit cards that need to be paid off. And there you go. There is a link to uh, to support us and anybody who supports us. There's a lot of stuff we give you for supporting our trip to Chicago. One, all donors will be on every video that we create. So your name will be on the video on the scroll at the end. Your name will be there saying that you are a producer supporter of that video. For those who give, the first 20 people who give will get a copy of It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors, as well as you'll get a bumper sticker, our good bumper sticker. You'll get that as well. 
And you'll also get everything the per- that all donors get, which is that support in our, you know, letting people know that, that you supported us. Anybody who gives $100 or above also get a page at our website with links to wherever you want it to go, as long as it's all good and legal. Anybody who gives $200 or more gets a polo shirt along with everything else that came below, meaning the book, the t-shirt, the, or the book, the, uh, the, uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes you, you're talking and it's like, oh, the bumper sticker, right? So you get all those things. So please consider supporting us. Uh, even if I must say it myself, we really do important work in the progressive space. And we're going to be interviewing a hell of a lot of progressives out there as far as telling them the things to do. So again, if you're on YouTube, click that join button, become a part of our PDR Posse on YouTube, or decide to come and become a patron or many other things that you can do. Anyhow. I am got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.